everyone, welcome to a What's Next quick hit. Uh, these are audio shorts uh, from a recent interview we pulled with Minyard Culpepper, an ex-football player out of Catholic University. Uh, the four big lessons coming from this that we'll get into in a second, putting yourself out there, so going outside of the day-to-day and what's required from you, the benefits that come of that, effective networking, so not just building a network of volume, uh, but a network of people that you can actually maintain relationships with, benefits of volunteering and coaching, how that helped balance his life day-to-day, and his biggest regret from college. So let's get right into it guys on this week's quick hits with Minyard Culpepper of Catholic University. Well, it's funny. It's like with with sports, you're willing to go into the weight room after practice or study film after practice. Practice is yeah. kind of your nine to five. You do all this work outside of it. Um, but here you are in law school and it's like this first chance you took to do something outside of practice or outside of what was required of you, you found something you loved and you don't see a lot of people do that now where it's like, you got to do some work outside of that nine to five to get you where you want to be. Right. You know, I guess law school, I mean, law school and, and, and even work now it's, it's, it's practice. I don't know what the game is. Um, I guess maybe in my sense, it would be like, you know, winning the case or going to travel, whatever. But, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you can approach every day as, pra- as practice. I think, you know, especially as a lawyer, it's it's the practice of law. You know, they say the best lawyers are in the 50s and the 60s. Um, so the key for me, for young attorneys, I think young anyone, um, is just to learn as much as possible. Um, you know, I, obviously the people who kind of, you know, become whatever stars overnight and do whatever they start startups, do whatever overnight. But um, most people, you know, it, it's a, it's a learning curve, a learning process. Um, so I think you do take every day as, as a practice to get better at whatever your craft is. And Yard, how important is that piece of, uh, you know, the coaching that you're doing, the taking the pro bono work, both for your own kind of self-fulfillment and validation to do something on the side, to give back, to be connected to kids. And also as, a you know, a kind of way for you to decompress from maybe the the office work that you're doing day in, day out. Does it help you keep balance and stay sane almost? It does help because, uh, yeah, I do get the fulfillment in that I'm actually like really helping people, you know, directly, you know, from A to B, you know, I, I'm helping this, this grandmother and this child, you know, I'm helping these kids, A, learn the game of football, get better at football, um, and then just be better, be better, be better young men. Um, and that, yeah, it, it does help um, outside of work sometimes. You know, it, it does, it can get stressful as well because it's just, you know, it is, you know, it is extra work. And, um, but, but for the most part, it is, it's fulfilling. And, and I think that's the type of work that um, everybody should aim to do. You know, everybody's nine to five isn't going to be in the public sector or helping people or whatnot. And I think everyone should kind of find, whatever niche it is or whatever avenue they see, you know, they can help people, whether it's, you know, for me, you know, young kids, uh, high school kids playing football or just in general, whether it's, I don't know, poverty, whether it's families, immigration, whatever. I think everyone should kind of find uh, that niche and, and, and go out there and, you know, help people, help someone. I feel you, man. I coach baseball, youth baseball on the side and some of the parents that I deal with, I'm like, I'm supposed to be doing this for fun. You guys are making me feel like this is like <laughs> this is like something I got to stay up all night about. This is crazy. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely high school. Yeah, and high school football in Virginia is no joke. It's not 
Massachusetts football. No offense to where I'm from, Mass football, but Virginia football is the real deal. Um, so they take it serious down here. Wait, let's go back to let's talk about the how you got the job or how you got to where yeah. working for HUD, right? Like a lot of people just go in and it's, a lot of people make it seem like the job they have, they got it so it came to them so easily, right? Yeah. Like, what did did you have to put in a lot of work? Did you have to like reach out? Did you have to cold call people? Did you? How did you go and get the job you got after law school? Yeah, and you know, I and yeah, actually, internet. I so I interned at HUD one summer. I lived in DC when I was working out um, with the team, and I interned in this that that summer. So that definitely helped uh, me to get my foot in the door. Um, you know, and and a big thing I think is networking you know, in law school. You know, I I did more networking than I probably needed. I mean, I don't know if that I said I need to, but I did a lot of networking just because I, and for some reason, I knew that it was important. You know, I was always in the, in the um, career counseling office, um, talking. You know, with um, Mary Karen Rogers, who was great at Suffolk, um, and she would connect me with people. You know, she connected me with, you know, a former another former college football guy. You know, just because we played football, so she said, hey, you know, she gave me his email. She told me to mention her and we reached out and we connected and we got coffee a couple of times and, you know, he helped, he tried to help me to get a job uh, here and there. And I think that's something that helps as an athlete is, you know, you have that common connection uh, with whatever other athlete that you might meet. Um, and they know what, you know, what each other have gone, each other's have gone through for the most part. Um, but no, I, I applied for their um, legal honors program uh, going into my third year um and and got the job and i and i wasn't sure you know i really wanted to work at the firm that i worked at in the summer so I didn't, but it was a, a a good job it was a good chance to go to dc and, and get out of boston and and i hopped all over it um mm -hmm. so and, I, and i'm happy with my decision i'm really happy like i could have been at a firm um really not getting the experience that i'm getting now so so it's a big like you'd recommend obviously let me back up. I guess going through law school, a lot of the a majority of the classmates I had didn't go and get internships and try to do the ex do what the little extra go the extra mile to get their job. They kind of just thought their grades would speak for themselves. But I think you'll attest to it that the grades alone are just a small portion of it. And I think you got to kind of put yourself out there and do it on all on your own, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, first, you, I mean, especially specifically for law school, like, you can't just go in there and, and not. Law school after your first year, your second and, and third years, the school isn't as hard, but you're busier and busier every year because you should be working, you know, on the side. And I don't know, most of the people I know who were, even if they had a job already locked up, most of them were working, doing an internship, doing a um, clerkship somewhere, um, just to get that experience, just to get that on your resume, just to meet people. Um, and just to learn as much as possible. So, no, I think you have to be doing um, as much as you can um, if you're really committed to getting wherever you want to go, wherever that is. I don't know where it is I'm going, but, you know, I think you have to be committed to to, to learning, again, learning as much as possible um, because, you know, that experience, experience is, I think, probably one of the most valuable things you can have, A, as an attorney and, and B, just in general. Go. I mean, that same advice is really applicable to people who don't go to law school people in undergrad right now who are yeah, for sophomore, sure. sophomores juniors seniors in college and you know they may think or you may you may be able to attest to it that you don't really get all all you don't have as much time 
as yeah. an athlete in undergrad to go and get an internship or go and work part-time on nights during the week because you either got practice or you got to get up early or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess, do you think the same could be said for um, a college athlete, you know, try to put yourself out there? Because I think the same mentality rests with those athletes in college who think, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm playing, I'm a, my season's full year, um, a full year long, and yeah. I don't have time to do any of that. I don't have time. No, I honestly, one of, at least for me, one of my biggest regrets is not going abroad. Um, I just, you know, it just wasn't, it was really frowned. I mean, granted, this is D3, but it's still, you know, Catholic very frowned upon um, to, to do a, a summer abroad, a semester abroad. Uh, so I didn't, I, you know, looking back, I don't know if I still would. I think I probably would. But I think those are opportunities that, you know, you, if you have the oppor- if you have the chance to do it, don't don't pass up on something like that or don't pass up on, you know, an internship that um, that that's there for you. It, it, you can always play, figure it out around, you know, around your sport for the most part. Um, but I think don't don't pass up on opportunity that's going to help you and opportunities that are going to help you in the future. Yeah. Did you see? Did you notice that a lot of your teammates who maybe didn't go to law school did they, you know, I'm sure they all found jobs at, by this point in their in their life. But did you see any? Did they go through a struggle as well? Did you get to witness that, even though you weren't in the same boat because you knew you were going to go to school after? Go through a struggle like right after school? Yeah, like did they did they like struggle to find a job or did they were they proactive and did they yeah. find the job that they? um no yeah for sure i think that's a, i guess the, the the i guess the easy thing about going to law school is that you still kind of have that another three-year cushion so it's not yeah. you know like i need a job um so no i definitely saw that with a lot of people um you know they kind of you know did did a couple odd jobs like some some of my friends you know they had a job through you know some of my friends are civil engineers and catholic is a pretty good civil engineer school um so a lot of them in, did intern um, during the summers, they'd stay in D.C. and they'd work out and they'd, they'd, they'd intern. Um, and they had jobs right after school. But then there's some friends who, you know, I had to, you know, I know a friend of mine, you know, he, he, he's, he's, a, he's a police officer now, but and that's, that was like his dream. Um, but he, he, he ha- couldn't get right in and, you know, he had to work, you know, manage, you know, restaurants, do whatever he had to do um, to get to where, you know, he wanted to be at friends that, I guess you have to kind of, sometimes you have to take that sacrifice and do odd jobs um, to get the job you really want. And then at, and, you know, after college, it'll hit you fast because then you got to start paying bills and whatnot. So, right. so you're, you're going to, you're going to find something, I think um, it might not be perfect for you right at that moment or what you think is perfect. But, you know, a lady at work, I guess, told me, she's like, and, it, and I'll never forget it. She's like, you know, where you are right now is where you're supposed to be. So. If you're at a job that you might be hating right now, you're there for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to learn. You're going to take something from it. You're going to learn something from it. And when you do have that job that you love, you know, you might appreciate it a little bit more. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the audio short. Um, I think it's it's good for us to just get in the practice of kind of crystallizing down to some of the messages um, and, and Mignard's version of that. I think it was just perfect. It lended well to a shorter style. Um, so it's going to be something we'll try more. You know, send us our feedback. You like the longer form ones or do you like the quick hits? Uh, we'll probably be doing a bit of both coming up. 
Um, but we do have some really good, you know, back to the normal interviews lined up. Uh, super excited for our guests that we have. We'll be recording it on September 20th. Um, pretty big name for uh, for especially our baseball community. That's the one hint you'll get. Um, but, you know, we even got the recommendations because this person was on the Today Show and, and other media outlets. So uh, uh, very excited there. Um, you guys will be excited to tune in there. Um, if I can ask just one favor, um, is that if you're listening to this, just just share it with two people. That's literally all we're asking. Two people uh, seems like a simple task, but you'd be surprised with how how much you know the grassroots spreading has uh, has helped us land some of these special guests that we've got coming up. Uh, so thank you guys again. Enjoy this one um, and uh, enjoy the rest of the week, and uh, we'll see you next time on What's Next. <laughs>